Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Last Life Gaming Podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we use this one life to explore amazing worlds and discuss all things video game related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links, including the email, will also be in the description. I know I've mentioned this multiple times, but I will be changing that email because every time I read it out, I, I'm kind of like, yep, no one's going to remember that. So I will be changing that. And we will also be introducing a website of sorts. So you can kind of find all of my Twitch stream, Twitch stuff there, maybe some clips here and there. And of course, also the podcast readily available there along with the details and the stuff that we talk about. I thought this would be a good way to kind of make things easier to find because I know I throw so many links at you on my Instagram and all that. And I do appreciate everyone that joins us on a weekly basis. However many times you're able to join, even if it's once a month, it really, really means a lot. It, it goes a long way, trust me. Um, and today, actually, I just wanted to quickly have a have a mini chat, you know, just a, a mini chat with you all because I thought that I should definitely record or, or talk about my sim racing experience so far because I know I mentioned this a little while back. I brought up Gran Turismo. Uh, I remember kind of bringing this up with Trevor in one of our episodes as well. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to kind of just put my thoughts out there because I was kind of thinking about this. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there uh, like me that were not necessarily, you know, into racing games. And then it kind of just transformed from there. And, and now you might be thinking into getting in, into sim racing or anything like that. Even if it's not sim racing per se, if it's just, you know, racing games in general, I think that's still something that you know you're still considering and, and obviously taking that next step forward you might not be completely sure about and i'm gonna here to let you know my experience so far so of course like i feel like first i should start up with you know why i kind of got in like what was that first initial thing that kind of pushed me in and i think the first thing would definitely be forza horizon 5 Obviously, we can go back. We can go all the way back to, you know, me really enjoying Need for Speed, um, Burnout games, the older Forza Horizon games, Gran Turismo to an extent. I know that it was a game that, you know, everyone knew and everyone was talking about. And a lot of people were buying that, even if they weren't big racing game fans. Uh, but anytime I tried it, it was a little too serious, I guess, you know. And I think obviously we'll talk about how I kind of switched to games like that. But for the Horizon 5, when that came out, you know, it was a, a, it was a big event, I feel. You know, it was obviously Halo was also going to come out. It was available on Game Pass. I got the premium edition so I could get the game early and also get the season pass content, all that stuff. And I just remember really, really enjoying for the Horizon 4 because it was the right mix of racing and non-racing, <laughs> you know. So it was like, hey, have fun in this open world. But at the same time, you know, the events are racing stuff. You also don't need to be too serious about the racing stuff. Like that's kind of the, the what, it, what it was kind of pushing in a way of, of like, hey, enjoy yourself. That's the whole thing. Don't worry about coming first all the time. Although I do, I, I think you do need to come first. 
uh, to kind of progress in certain ways. Actually, I don't even think you need to come first. I think as long as you come in the top three. But that's besides the point. The main thing was that this game was kind of pushing that, hey, have fun. Racing games are meant to be fun. It's not meant to be this whole serious thing, all that stuff, right? And I really like that. I really enjoyed that to the point where I was like, hey, I'm really, really liking this racing stuff, you know? And I'm, I'm really enjoying using my controller. But what would it feel like having a wheel? And I would, I would like, I would research stuff online. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I don't really need a wheel. Uh, that's fine. And plus, I'm playing Forza Horizon 5. And then after that, you know, what else is there? And then obviously, we'll, we'll talk about what else was there. But that's kind of where it started off, you know. Next thing that happened was my friend, he went back home and he came back and he told me, Aman, I want to build a gaming PC. And I was like, what, 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 uh, why? Why do you want to build a gaming PC? What's happening here? And he said that he went back home and one of his friends had a gaming PC set up and also had uh, a, you know, proper wheel set up, everything like that, like a proper sim racing rig in a sense that allows him to play like these sim racing games and all that stuff. And he's like, he's like, I sat in there and it was an experience that is just, you're just unable to describe in words. And I was surprised by that. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, again, like my experience was Forza Horizon 5. And I know that Gran Turismo 7 was a, was a big 2022 game for, for PlayStation, but I'm like, okay, wow. Like this is, you know, I, I get it. It could be a cool experience, but again, this is probably not something for me. And of course, like I, I helped him build a PC and all that stuff. He ordered all of his stuff for, uh, for the sim racing gear, which I'll, I'll talk about really soon. And I was like, okay, that's like really cool. You know, like it seemed like a cool experience and maybe, maybe I'll try it when, when he gets it, I'll, I'll jump on and it's in his cockpit. Is it called a cockpit? Whatever. His, uh, his, uh, seating area for the, for the racing stuff. I should, I should know all this stuff, especially now that I have my own sim racing rig, but you get what I'm saying. The area where your buttocks are placed. So. I was like, you know what, I'll wait, I'll try it out. In the meantime, of course, you know, more and more stuff started coming out about Gran Turismo 7, more and more trailers. Um, of course, for the Horizon 5 as well, I kept jumping in and kept playing that and I really kept enjoying it a lot. Like, just really, really enjoying for the Horizon 5. And I'm glad that it did win Game of the Year, you know, somewhere, which is awesome. So that was kind of like a point where I was like, you know what, let me just let me just get a a racing thing. Just get let's just get a wheel. Some of them are relatively you know reasonably priced, and I was like, let me just get that. And I started doing a bunch of research and all that. And then of course you know my friend who wanted to opt for the most expensive possible thing, which is uh, a company called Fanatec. Uh, they have some really cool racing gear. Uh, specifically, they make a a set of racing gear things. I don't know is it a gear thing? Whatever the wheel things. Uh, which are called direct drive. So the idea is that it's able to essentially give feedback to your wheel directly. <laughs> That's essentially why it's called direct drive. And it's supposed to be, you know, extremely realistic, all this stuff, all that stuff, you know, your hands just shake, all that craziness, okay? So I started like first initially looking at like just, you know, options out there like Logitech and Thrustmaster. And then I kind of went into look researching Fanatec and I was like, okay, wow, like this Fanatec stuff does look cool. I watched like a bunch of reviews, all that stuff, but I'm like, damn, this is like a big investment. You know, you need to not only buy the Fanatec stuff for quite a, quite a hefty price. It takes like literally four to five weeks to get to you because we're in Canada. And then also you need to have like an actual rig type thing to be able to place it on top of because it, it causes so much movement and all you need something sturdy to keep it in place. So that would be all in all a big investment. And at that time, you know, I was like, okay, like, let me look into it. Maybe I'll order it. Maybe I'll, I won't order it. 
then what happened after it just kind of made everything go into the periphery, I guess. Um, Sassilva and I, we started watching F1 Drive to Survive on Netflix. And I know the show was kind of popular on Netflix, but we never really cared too much about it. I know people were kind of telling me that, no, it's actually a really good show, even if you're not into racing. But I was like, ah, I'm still not into racing that much that, you know, I would want to watch a, a documentary series on it. But we said, okay, you know what? Like, I'm kind of getting into this whole racing thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at possible options to kind of, you know, for the wheels and all that. So why not, you know, why not actually just watch the show? We started watching that show and we were hooked. Like this is coming from two people that did not know anything about racing, did not know about any of the players involved in F1. And we binged, watched that entire show, plus the new season that just came out literally like a week after we started watching it or so. Uh, so that was probably around like maybe February. So can you, that's like we're in April right now. So in that time, we are, we've turned into the biggest F1 supporters we have our Ferrari F1 shirts on their way because we're big Ferrari fans and also Mercedes fans. We watched the events live, like the Australian event that just happened recently. You know, so we we went from people that did not know anything about F1 into just knowing everything. And of course, we follow everything on Twitter and, and Reddit, all that stuff. So that was kind of the thing that really, really pushed me over the edge of like, no, I'm I'm really liking this. I'm really, really enjoying this. And for anyone that knows me, you know how much of a of a big cricket fan I am. And, you know, I love watching cricket and all that. And then when I got the cricket game on the, on VR, I was hooked. I played, I don't know how many, you know, 30, 40 hours in a span of like not not too long. And then also similarly, when I got that cricket game on, on the PlayStation, I that was one of my most played games of the year when Sony does that thing where they tell you what games you play the most in the year. Yeah, like that was like on the on top. I think Rainbow Six Siege was, was right after, but that game was on top. So... Whenever there's a game or a sport that I, you know, just really, really enjoy and I find something that's, you know, virtually available for that, I really, really, you know, kind of make my, I just consume that like crazy. So, you know, obviously I knew that anything driving related now that I'm really, really into F1 specifically, I was like, yeah, like I'm going to enjoy it. And I, I already saw this with Gran Turismo 7, which is like the next thing I should jump into is I got Gran Turismo 7 or, or Sassel actually got it for me because she knew how excited I was for it, especially after all the drive to survive thing. And at that time, my wheel and all that stuff hadn't come in, but I was still like playing it with a controller and really, really enjoying it. Um, I obviously stopped playing it because I remember telling Sassel this, I was like, okay, I think maybe I need to stop because I'm going to keep playing this game. And then I feel like by the time the wheel comes, I would have done the entire campaign mode because it has a, it has like a campaign mode of like, you need to like win certain cups and circuits and all that stuff. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's called the cafe or whatever. It's, it's, you have to like look it up online, but there it does have a, a, a campaign mode of sorts. And I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe I should actually just pause for a second. And also the whole Grand Triple 7 microtransactions thing also happened around that time. So I, I kind of like, you know, put that to the side and just waiting for my wheel. But I was, you know, of course, really, really interested in just anything, anything sim racing at that point. Finally, after a lot of waiting, a lot of waiting, my, my Fanatec gear came through. So I got a Fanatec DD1, a Podium DD1, I think that's what it's called, which has 20 Newton meters of torque or power or something like that. Um, I got the McLaren GT3 wheel because another thing is that Saf Silva and I, we really like the McLaren team. 
that has Lando Norris and Dan Ricardo uh, in F1. So I was like, yep, I'm gonna I want to get the McLaren GT wheel, and I got the Club Sports V3 pedals. And the cool thing about these pedals is it's obviously you know the throttle and the brakes are, are really nice. First of all, like they feel really good, but they also have like those vibrate vibration things that you kind of have in controllers behind the pedals. So when you're like, you know, depending on the type of ground you're on, your your pedals will start like to move a little bit, which is kind of cool. So, you know, I got that whole setup. And of course, I got like a mini rig, which is like a foldable one. Like it's called Next Level Racing Wheel Stand 2.0. And the idea is that you can fold it, keep it aside, unfold it and start using it, which is awesome. So that was kind of the whole setup. Finally got everything in immediately kind of jumped into what are like the tried and true and, and tested games for, for sim racing, which are Assetto Corsa, there's Assetto Corsa Competizione, um, Automobilista 2, and then R Factor 2. So these were like the four games that I had ready and I was like, yep, I want to jump into these games and try them out. And immediately when I played Assetto Corsa, I crashed a lot. I was just kind of all over the place. The The feedback was like, oh my God, I'm just I'm, I, like, I was getting an arm workout. I was like, oh my God. I mean, I, I, and I'm someone that goes to the gym every day. And this was something that was really, really, you know, you know, kicking my butt, but I was, you know, trying it out. And it was kind of this weird, it, it was, it was the same thing that clicked with me when I first played Bloodborne. And obviously, you know, stick with me as I'm not trying to imply that this is like, you know, as hard or I'm not trying to imply that it's super easy either, but like the idea is that with Bloodborne, when I first started playing it, I was never into Souls games, right? I was never into any of that, but it was that feedback loop of, okay, you know what? Go in, try to kill this boss or enemy or whatever, you died, no problem, go for it again. And like that was kind of, it was that feedback loop. And of course the gameplay was also really, really fun. With When, when it comes to sim racing, it's the same thing. The gameplay is fun. The gameplay is as true as it can be to real life, right? So it is really, really fun. It feels really good. It was the main thing of, okay, you crash. Don't worry, just restart. It's not a real car. It's a sim racing car, right? It's, it's a virtual car. So just restart. And I just kind of started doing that. And I started learning the map. And I started like understanding where to switch my gear where or like what number I should have it at, where I should brake, where I should kind of let off the throttle a little bit, where, should, where I should just push the throttle as much as I can. It was just me doing that again and again. And all of a sudden, these maps, just kind of the same way as I look at a Dark Souls map or a Bloodborne map. And anyone that plays those games knows that after a while, even with Eldering, I'm sure a lot of you are experiencing this, even though I know it's a huge game. There will be parts of that game that if I'm, as I'm talking to you right now, you will have like in your mind palace, you'll, all, you'll be able to see that entire lay of the land. You'll be like, yep, this is where I left off. If I go south, I'm going to be here near the water. If I go right, I'll be here near the near this bridge or that. Like, you know, it was kind of like that. And like that's kind of what I felt with, with Assetto Corsa or like any of these sim racing games where I'm playing the game and, and this map automatically just gets stuck in my mind. And I know, okay, there's going to be a turn coming up here. There's going to be a straight coming up here. I need to slow down around here. And all of a sudden, it just clicked. It was like, okay, wow, I know this map now. So I as I'm doing something... I know where to start breaking ahead of time. I know where to kind of move accordingly ahead of time. And that started improving my times and that started leading me to, to not crash. And that started to lead me to getting more and more excited to try new cars, try new tracks. Um, I think a lot of these games are on like on sale most of the time. So that's also a great thing. So I just kind of like, you know, started bouncing on different games, trying different things, seeing the feedback in each of those games. And 
it was just such an enjoyable experience you know and it, it, you don't need to go for the top tier racing gear for this sort of stuff right even with a logitech wheel even with my controller i know like a controller is like a little bit harder to kind of work with even with a controller playing these sim racing games has kind of shown me that yo there's actually something extremely exciting and enjoyable and just fun about playing a game and actually trying to learn the map trying to improve your times and then racing online against other people and getting that you know bloodborne demon souls dark souls excitement when you finally beat someone you know it's like that excitement it's it comes through this game you know tenfold at times because you're literally physically involved in many times right and like especially if you have the gear so you, I, I think the first thing i should say is you know obviously if you have the means definitely get you know whatever gear you prefer but if you're just looking to get into it and of course you don't want to you know just go to the top tier and you shouldn't need to you shouldn't have to actually you know even if you get a good logitech wheel or a trust master wheel you will not you will not be disappointed in all honesty you will not you will actually enjoy this this is so like even like when it when it comes to like describing the experience of holding that wheel and just physically moving it and that feeling it gives you you know not only like the feedback stuff right but like mentally the the feedback it gives you of like oh wow like i'm turning accordingly oh wow i i just hit right on that edge and i made it through somehow is such an such an enjoyable experience that i feel like anyone that is remotely interested in racing will just gobble this up now obviously like you know i should definitely say that if this is something that you're interested in i can easily see that step you know being a lot more easier to take right if you're already kind of interested in raising or if you if my story mate was kind of something that you could relate to i can see you enjoying this if you're someone and this is the same thing i said for anyone you know that did not like eldering and all that if you did not like the older games, for, for for example, if you use Elder Ring as an example, if you did not like Sekiro or Demon Souls or Dark Souls or Bloodborne, you're not going to like Elder Ring, right? It's the same thing. Like, if you are someone that remotely enjoyed racing or are really into racing already, and but, you know, maybe you're just into arcade racing, I think you can make this step and you will enjoy this quite a bit. If you're someone that never liked racing at all or played it, on a very you know casual level maybe the only racing game you've played is mario kart uh, which is pretty awesome as well because like i love mario kart that's like the only one that's the only game i can i feel like i can i'm actually competitive in but if you don't have any you know any excitement of like yeah i want to be on that road i want to i want to learn that map i want to go online and beat like these other people you know after like knowing that map really well and and being able to improve my times you're not really going to enjoy this so like I I do wanna but at the same time like it's the same thing with Bloodborne and all like all those games right I always say this I always say this for any type of game at least give it a shot right be it if you've never played an MMO you're like no I'm not gonna like that and most likely you might not like it but if it if the game is cheap enough and especially with MMOs and stuff like that for example so many times they give you free trials I'm like yeah just jump in right same thing with any of these racing games. You, obviously, you have games like Forza Horizon 5, all that stuff available through Game Pass. But like I mentioned, I said a Corsa, for example, at least today when I saw it on Steam was like $5, right? And for $5, if you're like, and that's Canadian, so I'm assuming it's even cheaper in USD. So at that point, if you're like, you know what, I'm kind of interested in seeing what this is all about, just 
just jump in, just try it out. Like I definitely won't say, you know, invest like 50, 60 USD uh, to jump into a game and you might not like it and all that. But I do think that it's very important for for everyone to just explore genres, just try it out, see what it feels like, because you will never know. You might, I would have never known I would love Bloodborne and all these games so much unless I tried. I would never have known that I was going to enjoy racing games this much unless I tried. And like these two, like Elden Ring is a game that I'm playing constantly. And now you can see that this whole sim racing stuff is another game that I'm really, really enjoying quite a bit. And another one I should mention is actually Age of Empires 4 because I, I used to like, I, I'm going to use that, I'm going to choose my words wisely with this because I used to like real-time strategy games, specifically Red Alert, stuff like that. But I would play that, you know, like the campaign modes and that's it. Even Company of Heroes, when it comes to the online aspect of it, I, I remember like I saw one of my uh, my friends play StarCraft and even stuff like Age of Empires and it was it just didn't make sense to me. I was like, no, this is this does not seem enjoyable. Then obviously the same friend who's really into into sim racing, he was a, he was he kind of suggested, hey, let's play Age of Empires four together online. So we're on the same team and we go up against two other people, two other human players. We started playing that and like yeah, we're hooked. I literally just streamed this like yesterday with him. And we're like having a really, really great time. And again, if it was something that I had never tried, I would not know. But because I was like, yep, okay, you know what? Let's just jump in. And of course, having Game Pass made it easier since it was free. But, you know, it, it's just like a, it's definitely something that I always want to push is that try something out as long as it's 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 within your means. You know, it's, it's not like you have to go out of your way and, and spend lots and lots of money. If it's something that's out there, especially if it's on Game Pass and you already have subscribed to Game Pass, or if it's like a couple of dollars on Steam or something like that, and you were kind of remotely wanting to check it out, or if you listen to me and I've kind of, you know, talked about these games, I've talked these games up, and you're like, you know what, I want to try this out, definitely give it a shot. Give it a shot. And like, obviously, let me know as well, because I, I would love to know people's experiences, you know, um, especially if someone comes from the same background as I do when it comes to any of these genres. You, you might be surprised, right? You might be surprised. And like the, with the, with the sim racing stuff, it's become it's come to a point where I honestly just love jumping in. I also also mentioned that mostly sim racing games have VR support, and VR support like the whole like thing to kind of set it up is very very easy. It's very quick, and like playing these games in VR is just another. I think that requires like a whole another episode maybe, but it is just simply it's simply amazing, and it's come to a point where you know like I always I always heard this. I always heard people talk about this how. They're like, oh yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go for a drive, you know, to kind of cool off or to just relax or to chill for a second, put the music on, stuff like that. In all honesty, with sim racing, you can do that exact same thing. If you want to put it on VR, that's fine. If you want to have a modern in front of you, that's fine. You can put some music on. You can put a podcast on. You can put on a, a track that you're trying to master. Take a car that you like and just go. And literally, it's just you on that track, you alone, and you're just mastering this track. You're listening to a podcast or some music. And it's such an amazing experience. It honestly just transcends so many other things that I've, so many other games like Animal Crossing and all these, all these games that are supposed to be therapeutic in a sense. I feel like the sim racing experience has given me that times 10. And it has been really, really interesting to kind of see, to finally understand. I think that's kind of what I'm trying to like say here is like to be able to understand what others were saying about driving and how therapeutic and how you know enjoyable that experience can be and i think for for many of you this might apply as well if any of this you know something that if any of this kind of uh, appeals to you 
definitely try out some of the things I just said. Uh, play Forza Horizon 5 on Game Pass. See if there's any other. I think there's an F1 game on Game Pass. Check out some of these racing games. See if you enjoy them. See if you want to get into some, something like sim racing and, and check out Assetto Corsa, which is, uh, which is not, like I said, not too expensive right now. Or I think there's also Race Room, which is a free sim racing game on, on Steam. I think there's only like a couple of tracks or cars, but at least you'll get to try it out. You'll get to see what sim racing is all about and how that feels. So we'll, we'll leave the episode there. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. Uh, I kind of enjoy doing these like mini episodes where I just kind of rant about stuff. And I really do hope you found it enjoyable, found it interesting. Um, I would love to know what you thought about this episode. And also, I would love to know what you think about sim racing, if that's something that's appealing to you. Or also, like, tell me about a time when there was a genre or a game that you thought you wouldn't like, but by chance, for whatever reason, you jumped in and now it's become one of your favorite games slash genres of all time. I would love to know those experiences and I'll, I'll definitely talk about that on an episode. So thank you so much, everyone. It really means a lot. Please email me at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the links and everything will be in the description. You can also message me on Instagram or Twitter or anything like that. I, I reply pretty quickly on Instagram. So if you want to reach out to me really quickly and want to respond really quickly, message me on Instagram. Thank you so much, everyone. And I'll see you next time. Bye.